Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight Number Diet Center. As you can imagine, many people um, who are overweight or obese suffer with depression. And I don't mean those who have bouts of sadness or unhappiness with their weight or appearance, although I by no means make light of those feelings. Uh, today, I, I'm focusing on those who have had a medical diagnosis by a medical or mental health professional and who are on prescription medications for depression and or anxiety. Specifically, I want to chat a little bit about what comes first, obesity or depression. Are obese people more likely to become depressed or are people suffering with depression more likely to become obese? In, in my experience with clients, not as a mental health, I mean, I'm not a mental health professional, but in my experience with clients as a weight loss coach, the answer to that question, which comes first, obesity or depression, is both. So first, I want to address the issue of whether obese people are more likely to become depressed. Severely overweight people may be more likely to become depressed because they are dissatisfied with their, with, with their appearance, as well as may experience stigma and dis- discrimination, causing obesity to be accompanied by low self-esteem, low self-worth, and guilt. This creates a chronic stressful state causing significant physical uh, dysfunction, which predisposes individuals to depressed mood. The physical toll that obesity takes on the body is, of course, discouraging, and it is difficult to deal emotionally with chronic diseases that are caused and exacerbated by being overweight. Therefore, obese people are more likely to become depressed as they experience poor health. Now, as relates to the other side, people suffering with depression more likely to become obese. One of the symptoms and consequences of depression is that too often those who suffer with it have difficulty taking good care of themselves. What do I mean by that? Well, obesity brings on fatigue, not only from carrying around all that excessive weight, but also from sleep deprivation. Those who are uh, very overweight and obese and suffering with depression are less inclined towards exercise or other forms of physical activity or exertion. Uh, These folks are much more inclined to a sedentary lifestyle. Those who once enjoyed exercising and a physically active life may experience a depression-inducing event and then no longer adhere to their once regular, you know, fitness regimen. Or uh, a previously fit person may undergo a surgical procedure, say for a sports-related injury. Uh, They get out of a routine, you know, while recuperating and, and physical therapy and voila, you know, weight gain and depression. The CDC, going back a few years, going back to October 2014, they, they issued a report uh, called uh, Depression and Obesity in the U.S. Adult Population. Again, this was back in 2014. And it was a study for which they were, believe it or not, gathering data for 10 years prior to that. And there were two stats in that particular study that stood out for me. Number one was that 43% of adults with depression were obese. of adults with depression were obese. And number two, that among adults who took antidepressant medication, of those with moderate or severe depressive symptoms, 55% were obese, while 38% with mild or no depressive symptoms were obese. And those those numbers are astounding. And remember, this was done, uh, released in 2014, on information gathered for 10 years prior. Now, given the absolutely astoundingly increasingly high numbers of those who are severely overweight and obese since that data 
for the study was gathered. I mean, I'm going to have to assume that those obesity depression percentages are even higher today. Additionally, given the childhood obesity epidemic, the longer a child is overweight, the more he or she is at risk for depression and other mental disorders. Regardless of which comes first, folks, depression or, de- or obesity, the commonalities are negative thinking takes hold, then poor sleep leads to fatigue and lack of desire uh, to prepare regular meals. That brings on a craving for comfort foods that are very high in fats and sugars to improve your mood, you know, to, uh, in, in a way to self-medicate. But only briefly, and then the cycle is repeated, which is followed by overeating and weight gain. Now, from my experience working with clients who suffer from depression, I know firsthand that reducing weight also reduces levels of anxiety and stress. Eating correctly improves body chemistry, which helps to lift one's mood and makes a person feel better. Those who have always used food as a comfort can, can be taught how to choose better comfort foods, which won't you know, leave them feeling deprived or guilty. I have seen clients who suffer from depression lose significant amounts of weight, many for the first time in their lives, and have had antidepressant meds lowered because of it, which, of course, thrills them. If you are severely overweight and you suffer with depression and are taking prescribed meds to control it, remember... Your medications do what they, can, what they can control, but you need to do what you can control. And that is, put the number on the scale out of your mind. Don't f- think how long you need to, how far you have to go. Start maintaining a healthy diet. Be active, even minimally to start. Even if you just walk one lap around your block and try to get eight hours of sleep regularly. Treat your body well, give yourself credit for small victories, and that will lead you to positive thoughts. And of course, we all know that positive thoughts will lead to positive experiences. And that's my fat chat for this week. Please visit lauriboxer.com, read blogs, listen to podcasts, get info about programs, services, and fees, answers to frequently asked questions, and follow me on social media. Until next time, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember... Nothing tastes as good as being slim feels.